0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Wendy Papazan. Guys, we have a very, very special guest here today. It's just going to be me and this wonderful special guest. Uh, we've got Margot Drake, the executive director of Her Best Life with us. And a lot of you know Margot Drake in her role uh, with our sister company, but I bet there's a lot of things that you don't know about her. Margot has been in sales for 30 years. You got your start in pharmaceutical sales. She started multiple companies. Uh, she started... 501c3s. She had a lifestyle blog for what was it? Like 10 years, Margo, 10 plus years. Someone has done her homework on me. Yeah. Yeah. She's an <laughs> athlete, yoga practitioner, ultra marathoner, three times Iron Man. Is that right? Did I get that Correct. right? Three Yes, you three did. Three times Iron Woman. She's an isogenics franchise owner. She owns commercial property with her husband. She was a television star. Some of you don't even know that. Um, and what are you one of nine? No, one of eight kids, nine kids? Yeah. One of uh six. My mom raised six, six. of us. She okay, has six so kids. many kids. Yeah. She's just six pregnant. kids. Yes. Uh amazing wife and devoted mother to honestly three incredible. I've had the pleasure of meeting all of your kids. Mm-hmm. They're all remarkable in their own way. And I mean, I know if there's one thing you're the most proud of, it's it's being the mom of those. So so welcome, yeah. Margo Drake. Did I miss anything? Uh,
1: Thank you. I am
0: so impressed. I think you got it all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. Great. Great. I love that. Well, um, we're going to just do a deep dive into Margot's story today. And um, so why don't we start out by you telling our listeners a little bit where you are. What does your current empire look like?
1: Uh, so I love this question because you actually asked me at a recent event what my biggest accomplishment was, and then something happened, and we both had to go in opposite directions, and I never had the chance to answer you. So oh, uh, love so it. My, my empire revolves around my family, and my husband, Steve, three, three kids, Stevie, Ellie, and Teddy— Everything that I do is based around them. And so I am, with Steve, building a financial empire for our family, their families, and generations to come. Our goal is to start generational impact. Um, so that's that's driving everything. As you mentioned, I proudly lead Her Best Life, LLC, Yay. as the executive director, and uh, it's been two years. already. Two years. Oh my two gosh! Two years.
0: A, wow! Think of all. So <laughs> I, I have the pleasure of doing Margot's like annual review, and I was reviewing the notes that you sent me. Whoa! What a remarkable, <laughs> remarkable year. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. It's, yes. It's all in here. It's all in here. Yeah. So
0: yeah. 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 Um, She's holding up our little like annual report. So. yeah.
1: And so, oh, I'm thinking everybody's, everybody's watching this too. No, unfortunately,
0: no. no. That's like, we have, we have 13 YouTube viewers or something like that. Well, that was for Diane. (laughs) That was
1: for Diane. Shout out to our
0: YouTube, our YouTubes. Yeah. YouTube Um, following.
1: Um, So, so um, proudly lead uh, Her Best Life as the executive director, as Wendy mentioned, I do have an online sales and marketing company in the health and wellness space with a company called Isogenics. I've done that for 11 years, positively impacting to date almost 6,000 people. Wow. Because of that. It's incredible. And uh, we do have. Uh, one commercial property that was our first investment. And uh, we've got multiple doors in that. And we are starting a real real estate investment company Um, now that we're all licensed.
0: I love that. And your husband, Steve, is a business owner as well.
1: Correct. Yes, he works in
0: manufacturing. Yes, you have such an entrepreneurial company. So when I was thinking about... um, you know your history, your life., uh, you've pretty much been inspiring and leading people. I don't know, seems like your whole life. And you have a remarkable I don't know, you have a lot of energy. i'll 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 give you that. I feel like I have a lot of energy. and then I look at you and I'm like, wow, she has a lot of energy. so what what drives you every day?
1: Uh, that is a really good question. i I've always been someone that likes to share resources and share knowledge always. I've never kept anything Mm -hmm. a secret, you know, whether, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever people want from me, I'm very open to letting them know where to find it, what it is, whatever. I don't keep secrets. So, um, I, I guess in that way, I like to share, I am a teacher. I feel like, I feel like I, when you boil everything down, I love helping people and I love teaching people. And I've always had a growth mindset, always have felt like I can do better. Um, and it's, it's interesting that you see things reoccurring. I remember someone on my high school t- soccer team looked at me and she was like, how do you do that? And I was like, how do you do what? How do I do what? And she's like, y- you just keep pushing yourself. Like I can, I can see it. You can, you keep pushing yourself. And, and, and she's noticing that. So, um, I don't know. So it's been forever. Yeah. Where do you, and so, you just think
0: it's, it was just something you were born with or? Well, well, I know for a
1: fact, um, I think it's, I don't know more as uh, my, my, um, father worked in his corporate, worked in like a corporate job. So he started as a, a janitor and ended up executive VP. <laughs> so, so I learned a really uh, good work ethic from him because you don't do that by accident um, with no college education for a billion dollar cor- corporation. So I learned hard work from him. But in thinking about it, like over the years, like where, where did that come from? Um, my grandparents, both sets came over here. They were immigrants. And so I think just that hard work And um hard work came from them. And they were also um entrepreneurs. They were entrepreneurial as well. So hard work and entrepreneurial mindset, I think, I think, I think came from them. But when you think about that, like they came over here on a boat. Like I I think about that all the time. Where did they come from? Um my dad's side came from uh, Belgium, so like French Belgian area, mm-hmm. and then my mom's side came from Scotland and Ireland, okay. Scottish and Irish. Irish, and I just can't imagine back then getting on a boat and trucking over to some place. Oh, you, it's insane! You can't you can't communicate with your family, <laughs> um, and you just. You're just like really cutting all ties and coming to a place it's that crazy. you have no idea. So brave.
0: So so brave. Have you seen Bravery that show, for... 1883? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. It's oh, it's so good. It's just Maybe about it's it. about yeah, it's it's just about the migration across the United States. And and it's just r- remarkable when you're watching it, you're just thinking, like, wow, first of all, A, my life is so easy. And B, <laughs> those people were so so brave. You know, they really were so brave. You know, looking for something better. So yeah. Anyway, we so digress. I think, As always, I think
1: that I think the hard work, <laughs> uh, the hard work and entrepreneurialism came from there. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what about your birth order? Are you are you oldest? <laughs> I can't remember. I am the baby.
1: No, oh, you're the baby. Okay, yeah. So
0: yeah, I'm the baby of. So um, I feel like I've asked you that before. It feels like you should be the oldest, but you're not. That's why I never I, remember. I am
1: the baby, and so mm-hmm. I always look at it as my mom had so many kids, and she knew with me, I was it, and so. The, between me and my older sister is five years. So think about that. My my mom who had so many kids and got really good by the time she was taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was in school in kindergarten. Right. So there's a I big got gap. My mom, I had my mom all to myself yeah. for five years. So yeah. I really got a lot of one-on-one attention. Even though you can feel like with a, such a big family, maybe you wouldn't.
0: But I really
1: feel like. I did, and it was great because she said when she dropped me off for kindergarten, she was like, "You ran away, like, see ya." Like she thought it would be this big emotional cry situation, and she, but she, and she really um, taught me independence
0: too. So you were probably I, like LFG, mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly. <laughs> LFG, let's go school. Perfect. Still love that. Uh, yeah, I love that. And you're still really close to your mom. It's so sweet to yeah. see all the pictures yeah. of you. You go visit her pretty much once a week, right? Uh once a week, once every other week, more consistently. Okay. I try to go as much
1: as possible. She's two and a half hours away. So okay. especially in the winter, that gets a little bit challenging. But I always, you know, and I just said to my sister last week, she took amazing care of us all for 20 years time to give back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so how did you, so some people don't know, tell us where you live and how you ended up there.
1: Uh, So currently I am in West Michigan and in Grand Rapids and we have a home here and we have a home on Lake Michigan. So it's really beautiful. Um, How I ended up here was I fell in love. I fell in love and here I am 30 years later. Steve is really cute. And he is like, I just keep saying, I got so lucky. Like, I just saw he was hot and yeah, he turned out yeah, to be well, an amazing man. <laughs> isn't it so
0: nice when the jeans work out for you? I remember when I met Jay's dad, um, who Jay looks a lot like his dad. I was like, yeah, I could spend the rest of my life with this guy, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, out. such
1: an amazing man, of husband, and father. Like, watching him father
0: our kids just amazing. They have a great Incredible. relationship. Incredible. So you started out in pharma sales, but then it seems like you had your kids kind of right away. And I know you're always doing stuff, but you took a little bit of a hiatus when you had your kids because they're all about a couple of years apart, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. I wanted to Closer make sure that, that-
0: do about every 2 years
1: i was like i cannot stretch this out let's have it and i knew exactly i was going to have a boy girl girl everything has been planned so um i guess going like when Steve and i first um you know we fell in love we were talking i said i know i want to help people i want to help people be better that's that's what i said and i didn't know how i was going to do that and um i thought it was going to be through medicine um, being able to help them. Then, when I went down that road, I realized, wow, it really all starts in your head. Um, all the internships and all the work that I did, I really saw it was uh, your psychology and your mindset drives everything. And if um, and it, that it's infectious. And so my my senior dissertation was stress related disorders in a family in a family practice because if one person. Is stressed out, the whole family is so it's very infectious, and so I thought, wow, maybe it's psychology. So I have this biology, I have this science background. I, I graduated with my BS in psychology from the University of Michigan, and so then when I got out and I ended up in Grand Rapids, I was like, well, how do I use this? Because you know, I'm in a town where I don't know anyone, I I, I have no network, whatever. And so that's what, why I started in pharmaceutical sales. And I realized very quickly, I think I only did that for a year or two. Like, this is not what I want to do. Um, wasn't it came really well. With your, no, not, with my with what yeah. uh-huh. not at all. Not at all. Um, and so that's why, um, but it was great. It taught me, it taught me a lot uh, early and I feel like everything I've done in life has gotten me up to this point in my life. So, um, so then you know when, when we had to, we started having kids, and when you start doing the math, when you're having kids, and and you start doing the math on on does it make sense for me to work or does it make sense for me to stay at home? You know, it just it made more sense for me to stay oh, home yeah, and take care. Oh sadly, of the kids. Well, that's why a
0: lot of women so, drop out of the workforce. Yep,
1: and yep. Uh, and it's interesting because uh, then when you go back in, people say, "Well, what did you do uh, when you weren't working?" Yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. Like it's a, a, I was working well, it's, it's actually a real that. struggle, um, and real estate is a is a nice uh, entree back into that because you can get into part time, but. In this country your worth is based on your work, you know. And so when you're not working, it's weird for someone who's been a working person to stop working and and then have conver- I remember at parties I would just tell people I was a trophy wife, you know. And they asked me what I did. So yeah. <laughs>
1: So after you had your kids. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Well, so I had the kids and um I wanted something for me. Like it started Mm -hmm. like I just I wanted something for me. I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to wrap my brain around something and have something for me. And so that's um when I started my own design business. Um and Designing interiors and designing exteriors are the same thing, and I happen to be really good at plants. So that's when you brought up the five hundred one c three. It was a nonprofit mm-hmm. for gardening. So so it all kind of went together. Home was that M Drake environments it all went together. That was M Drake environments turned into M Drake Company,
0: and okay. then um, you know what? This is kind of random, but I googled I googled M Drake environments this morning, and it's still out there on MapQuest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there it is. What, I'll have to see
1: what, what comes up with that. But yeah. so yeah. it was um, design and, and it was great because I had something for myself and I was learning how to build my own business and I was learning mm-hmm. um, uh, how to create financial statements and how to create a business plan and you know, just making sure I did all the right things for business. I loved having a nonprofit. The nonprofit idea was so good. And people would always look at me and say, "What's the catch?" And I'm like, "There's no catch. There's no mm. catch to this." And so, um, and that's really when I started in leadership was through the nonprofit. I had to lead so many people um, with that.
0: Was that the, give, the giving the giving gardens the giving
1: the giving gardens? And uh, my mm-hmm. tagline, our tagline was "Plant it forward," and we mm. would our, our kids' school? You're still doing that, of, by the way. I 100 percent am in a you different are, way. You are. And so yeah, now that's,
0: that could now be your I, mission.
1: Now I say I grow people and businesses. Oh, love that! Because the same the same rules apply, and yeah. just like when you light somebody else's flame, your flame doesn't get any you know doesn't get dull. And that was what was happening with the Giving Gardens. We had a School. Our kids' school was the mother garden, and it was beautiful. And every year, we dug up hundreds of plants. Maybe it was thousands of plants. We dug up. We separate. We split them, and we planted them forward to a garden mm. in need. I it like was. That. It was so great. Um, then two thousand eight or two thousand nine hit. Everything was going great, and uh, and two thousand eight two thousand nine hit. Everything kind of slowed down. I mean it was just a really difficult time for a lot of people. and so you know no one was spending money on design. All of the to the trade only houses went directly to consumer. so that took out forty percent, fifty percent of my my revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, customers could go directly there. And so everything kind of shifted in the market. And I looked at my business model and was like, wow, this business model doesn't really work anymore. And so I thought, what do I want to do in my free time? Well, I live in West Michigan. I love health and wellness. I want to um, learn how to make really good food for myself. So I went to school to learn how to make really good food so i am a certified chef <laughs> which Amazing. i don't know if you knew that <laughs> and no. so home garden home garden clean cuisine was kind well, of my little you,
0: package well and you do are you still doing your like dfam every sunday where you do your recipes and stuff like that no, we did
1: that we we did that during quarantine and that so everything COVID. Okay. is for yeah everything was for a reason, so. But, and then you mentioned the TV. So home, garden, clean
0: cuisine. I contacted but the local. You can still go to what? margodrake.com, which is Margot's blog. And, and there's a lot of it, healthy recipes there. You can get amazing
1: recipes. And Wendy, do you know why I leave them up there and I pay that GoDaddy bill every every year? <laughs> why? So my kids and my friends and I have my recipes anywhere I am. Like we're on vacation that. I can make my salsa. We're you know wherever we are, we are. That's in the so smart. Doing it's like something. a mobile
0: recipe a, box.
1: Because I, it's it is it is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's well, like and definitely check it out. Box.
0: I mean, I was all over it this morning. I was looking at, I don't know, jack, so good jackfruit sliders and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: we made yeah. those. We made those in Aspen. We made there you go <laughs> because I had the recipe. There you um, go. So, uh, and all of those recipes at margodrake.com are all tried and true. They're healthy because I make sure they're healthy and my kids would eat them. Like they, everybody had to agree on on them. So then during quarantine, I was thinking like, how do I get back? Like, uh, or, and also like, how do we stay connected as a family as everyone like started to go off in quarantine in their own locations? How can we, Stay healthy during quarantine because a lot of wheels were falling off the bus for a lot of people during quarantine. How can we stay healthy and how can we stay connected? And I was like, let's do this. This would be fun. And Wendy, I am so grateful that we decided to do that project because we have Steve's mom on multiple times being so funny Aww. and sharing her favorite recipes that she would always make for our family. I love that. I love that. For everyone, but, you know, we enjoyed that. And, and we got a chance to do that. So, like, so That's many so things happened for then a she, reason. And then she passed
0: recently. And then, so. she, and then
1: she is not yeah. with us anymore, but her funny yeah. videos and her recipes live on.
0: So. I love that. So, you got to be a certified chef. And then at the same time as the economy was basically tanking all <laughs> over the country, I know you shared a very powerful story with me about what was going on with Steve's business.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's in manufacturing. He's in manufacturing and the economy was tanking, and uh, he's very tied into appliances, which is very tied into new home starts, and he's mm-hmm. very tied into the automotive industry. So, think about what was happening with all of that in 2008, 2009. And so things were going south fast, and uh, we just Like It was really, we were just kind of doing some damage control for a couple of years, but where it really like became evident that we had to do something. And really like the impetus for change was on April 12th of 2012. So that was when. Well, I think what you told
0: me was that Steve was, uh, you know, like any business owner was trying to keep the business afloat was not taking a salary. Oh, yes. you know, oh yeah. Your business yeah. had dried up and um, you looked up and all of a sudden you, you guys were struggling a lot. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: That's exactly it. So, so, and that's why I'm so grateful to share my story. If it resonates with just one person out there uh, you know, I, I hope I hope that it helps. So, yeah, we were $600,000 in debt.
0: Wow. So how? tell me how that happened.
1: Oh, you know, home mortgage, uh, second mortgage, doing projects, Racking up credit card bills, wrapping things up. Do you remember when they would give mortgages to anyone pretty much mm-hmm. by just signing your name <laughs> on whatever it is? Well, we took full advantage of that. <laughs> and so, refinancing, pulling equity out, you know, all of those things mm. that now like make my skin crawl because my yeah. standards have just changed and my knowledge base has changed too. So, doing all of those things, and we did not have I mean, I did not have a lot of financial literacy growing up hard work ethic and entrepreneurism. Yes. But no one was ever talking finance, personal finance.
0: Very different. And so it's, and so, um, well, you know, what's interesting is that I think, uh, middle class and lower income people, they think that hard work will solve the problem and wealthy Mm -hmm. people understand that you have to use, you have to be more strategic. You have to, you have to think harder. Um, and I've learned that lesson cause I used to be that person who was exactly like you. I thought, well, if I just work hard enough, I can get there and there has to be kind of a shift in thinking. So, so what happened? You said in April of 2012.
1: <clears throat> so April, um, 12th of, of 2012, uh, my brother passed away. My first mm. brother passed away and I needed to go help my mom. How and this old was, was to- it's totally out of the blue, 52. Wow. So it totally, totally That's just out of the blue. Every, every, every year I, I am older than one of my brothers because uh, there's another part of the story to come. I'm always mm. just so grateful. I can't imagine not having those years. Um, so at that moment, which was a total shock to our family, nobody saw it coming. Um, I had to go help my mom and dad and my family. I had to go and my husband couldn't come with me. He couldn't mm. leave because everything was falling apart. He just mm. couldn't be with me. I couldn't be with him when I needed to help him support him. And I was like this can't ha- like I I this is never going to happen again.
0: You know, like we are not going to
1: be in this situation ever, ever again. It was a defining moment. Absolutely. And then Wendy, two weeks later, my other brother passes away. This Mm. one from financial stress and, Mm -hmm. and making poor lifestyle decisions as a result.
0: And how old is he? 48. Mm.
1: Wow. My big brothers. Wow. Wow. And then I was like, Oh no, this is, I can't can't believe this is happening. It doesn't even seem real. We're back here again, two weeks later. So anyway, it rocked everything. It rocked my parents and they were never the same, of course. And so we made big, big decisions. So sometimes, you know, you have to hit, your rock bottom in order to bounce up. And we both just committed, we're cleaning this up in every way. We're cleaning up our personal finances. We're cleaning up our business. We're, you know, and so, so a lot of times people ask what we did and, um, and, and we worked together. That was another big piece of it. We both were on the same page and it did not happen overnight. So we're having this conversation, and thank you for interviewing me. Twelve years later, or 11, you know, eleven to twelve years later, yeah. Uh, and nothing happens overnight. And I know it might seem like a really big mountain to someone that's listening, but you can do it, and it's making. Um, being appropriate in the moment. Wow. How, where mm. have I heard that before? Um, <laughs> being appropriate in the moment and it's it's making um, just the next decision. Like don't think about the big picture, just what's the next decision that you can make that will positively impact you? And is it going to take you further away from your goal or get you closer to your goal? And so we both started reading. We committed to paying off all of our debt. So we... Uh, worked for over ten years to become debt free. Congratulations! So, thank you. So glad to be there. April, and I was you were there for the there. moment. Yeah, it was so special. And it just so many crazy things happened. So um, we had our first. So uh, April twenty sixth was when my second brother passed away and on april 26 of 2022 we launched the net worth club and wow. so 10 years later to the wow. date being in a position where i can confidently co-host something called the net worth club
0: amazing <laughs>
1: 10 years later amazing. um and all in all of the you know, debt payoff and everything were happening, everything at the same time.
0: Yeah. Find out more at networthclub.com. <laughs>
1: That's right. Networthclub.com. A tiny little plug there. We, and we <sighs> are almost up to a half a billion with a B, a half a billion dollars in collective net worth wow. for um, our entire club.
0: Wow. And our
1: goal is a billion and beyond.
0: Well, what if you'd been able to share that with your brother? How incredible would that have been? Well,
1: I think about it all the time, all the time. Yeah, and yeah. Um, this journey that we've been on and helping him personal with personal finance and business finance all the time. And I can't help my brother, but yeah. I made a commitment to my mom to help as many people as possible.
0: Well, and how did you, and so tell, tell us about your kind of getting out of debt. I know some of the highlights, I know you ended up, you had a big house Right, you sold your house. Mm-hmm. Tell us tell us what you did. I mean, you you made drastic changes. This wasn't, yeah. you know, giving up a coffee every day. This was well, massive changes. Yeah. Well, well,
1: however, I want people to do both. It's a mindset. Yeah. yeah. We do not go to Starbucks every day anymore. We both went to Starbucks yeah. every single day. When you look mm-hmm. at the time driving, you look at the time spent, you look at the money spent, when you can make healthier <laughs> coffee at home like yeah it's an easy decision so it, that is a mindset and it all goes into the same thing so uh and we made the big decisions like selling our home and having not one but two estate sales to mm. sell everything on the interior and the exterior so we had to have two because we had so much and, and we did it all ourselves so yeah. um and did you kind of feel
0: like did you kind of feel like you were living a lie as your business was kind of crumbling and you were in debt and you were in this nice big house I mean did you have well, that feeling or no because i know some people some people feel that way they just feel like no, because everything it, looks great on the outside but
1: well it wasn't it wasn't always like that
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I course. mean, there, yeah.
1: there were really great years. So all yeah. of the stuff was accumulated when right. we thought we, you know, when, when we could pay for it, or we thought we had the finances to pay for it. Yeah, And, um, and then all of a sudden, it's gone.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you have to make decisions fast. Uh, And sometimes you don't make them, you know, as fast as nothing I feel like ever goes as quickly as you want it to go. (laughs) It's hard to know. It's a
0: gradually than most things are gradually than suddenly. Yes. That's a perfect way to state it. Gradually than suddenly. So, so, um,
1: but I can tell you this, it was so cathartic. So if that scares you, if that, you know, if you are a listener and you are out there and you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is scary. You know, it's my identity, which for me, my brand was home garden. Clean mm, wow. It was my wow. brand. And so I, I was like, wow, I'm losing my identity. And Wendy, mm. I was walking around my garden, which was so beautiful, and I know now, like that's a physical rep- representation that you can visualize and create anything. Yeah, like that was such a great exercise. I feel like that whole exercise was for our family to apply to something
0: else, something much well, bigger. That's one of your and superpowers, it, yeah. Margot. Is just you are a visionary. You're able to make things happen. That garden is a perfect, perfect metaphor for you. Actually, it is. It. It. Yeah. it,
1: it, it that's all mm-hmm. I keep thinking is we had it on paper. And we plugged away every single year on it. And it wasn't easy. And it, but it was so, that was, that's our little haven. So we have such great, great memories of that doing the work and also enjoying it. However, um, I thought it was going to be one way when we let go of it. And also, I remember walking around one day and thinking, hmm, I wonder if by letting this die, something like, my calling is bigger. Mm. My calling is bigger than this. And wow. you don't know in the moment, in the moment it hurts. In the moment you feel like you have a, a yeah. bowling ball. Yeah. Like that's what I kept telling Steve. I feel well, it's like, like you're
0: deadheading a plant, right? You're just, you're cutting a tree, something back in order for it to bloom even bigger. Cutting the dead yeah. wood.
1: Yeah. So I, I told Steve, I feel like a bowling ball has gone through the center of me and there is just, it's gone. So, so that's how I felt, but I asked, you know, I asked myself, what if, what if there is something bigger on the other side of this? And now being able to apply those principles to, um, her best life, growing people, growing a company, applying it to real estate investments, um, the same rules apply.
0: Amazing. So amazing. Well, Margot, you are so remarkable. I just am so honored to have you as my friend. Uh, you know, when we were thinking about people to run her best life, I immediately knew who I wanted. I immediately <laughs> knew. And um uh, Okay, I this is the first the- time I'm hearing this. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I I I knew it was I knew it was gonna be you. I I just mm. did. And, uh, you know, I called you and I was really subtle in the way I invited you. Basically, yes, I was you like, hey, do, you know, do you know anybody? <laughs> but I had written the job description with you in mind. Well,
1: that's why I looked yeah. at and was like, nobody is getting this. Like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. This is my name and written all over it. So
0: that was yeah. a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. So when I think about, and we had lots of applicants. I mean, we really did. I must have, inter- I KPA'd about, which is our interview process, at least 10 people. And when I w- had the honor of doing, you know, kind of getting your story during the interview process, I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, all of everything that she's done has led her to this place. And so... For those of you that are listening, who feel like you're in a hard place or something tough is going on, you need to understand that there is something for you on the other side. You know, if you feel like a bowling ball has carved you from the inside out, you know, I love that metaphor. Just this, like, you have this space, and uh, just understand that you you never know what it is, and none of us know either. You know, it might you know this is this is not Margot's final. Um, story probably and and this and my story right now is not my my final story either and you could just never know. So um, with that, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wrap because your story is is so remarkable and I really appreciate you you sharing it today, Margo. but some of my takeaways from today were um, you know hard hard work is not enough. sometimes you have to be strategic about what you're doing sometimes it takes rock bottom to bounce up um you need to be appropriate in the moment which which is the one thing that most people don't want to do they they don't actually want to take the hard steps to be appropriate in the moment and um and then really don't get overwhelmed just just make the next best decision i mean that's brilliant that is just that is just brilliant advice And the last one would be, you know, you can't work if you're dead. So if you've got overwhelming work or financial stress, your health is everything. You know, one of the reasons we wanted Margo to join our team is because she's got an incredible health background, and um, she's helped all of us become healthier. And she's on a mission to help every woman in the world become healthier and wealthier. So... Uh, Margot, any any final thoughts before we say goodbye to our listeners? Uh, you're
1: correct. I am on a mission to help other people become healthier, happier, healthy, healthier, wealthier, and happier versions of themselves. And the big takeaway that I'm hoping people have today, or or what I want to make sure people heard, is that it will hurt. And I hesitate to say that because I don't want people to get overwhelmed. But I, I told myself it's going to hurt. I don't know when and I don't know how, but it, it, it's, it's going to hurt in different ways. And it has over the years. But it may hurt in the short run. But it is, you'll be so much healthier, wealthier, and happier on the other side.
0: I love that. All right, guys, go out and build a big business and an even bigger life. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hi, listeners, Wendy here. If you're curious about all the magic that Margo helps us create, please join us at our event on September 20th through 22nd in Nashville, Tennessee. We did sell out last year, so make sure you get your tickets as soon as possible. And you can do that by going to visit www.herbestlife.com. Hope to see you there. Bye.